Hello and welcome back to another episode of Making It. My name is Mirabelle, I'm your host, and on today's episode we have singer-songwriter, Twitch streamer, Matt Walden. Matt is one of those, like, cool Florida sadude beach surfer dude vibes. Um, He's also actually just a huge dork who loves dad jokes, but, like, I love dad jokes too, so, you know, maybe that's why we're friends. (laughs) Because we got to know each other through Twitch, we obviously talk about that a bit, how and why we got started, and where the streaming journey has taken us so far. We get some background on how Matt has gotten to where he is now, his journey with music, and we also talk about imposter syndrome again. I brought this up in a lot of the other episodes, but it looks different for everyone and we all deal with it differently, so it's been really cool and really insightful to hear about the different approaches that everyone has for these kinds of things. We talk about his album, The Light Between the Trees, for which he actually recorded a couple of the songs live during his Twitch stream, which is really cool and slightly nerve-wracking because I've done some live compositions on my streams. I only stopped because I got super self-conscious and I had these expectations of what I wanted my live compositions to be like. I wanted them longer, more produced, and yeah, so I got really self-conscious and I stopped doing that. Um, not as often anyway, but Matt recorded some of his songs on stream, which is like props to you, Matt. He's actually on tour right now in the US. He's probably wrapping it up by now, but if you get a chance to ever watch him live, that'd be amazing. Matt does some really cool looping, which we also get into as well in the episode. We get a special guest appearance from Kermat near the end. If you know, you know, and if you don't, Well, be sure to stick around and you'll be able to meet him. This is a video podcast, so there's a version on YouTube if you want to see our faces, if you want to meet Kermit, and obviously it's on all of the other streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple, etc. And, I mean, you probably know that if you're (laughs) listening from one of those platforms. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, let me know, leave a review, rate it, leave a comment. There's only one more episode left until season one wraps up, and I'll be taking a short break from my weekly uploads as I prep for season two, so make sure you're all caught up with the episodes before then. I hope you enjoy this chat with Matt Walden. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Of course. Dude, this is sick. I I was actually listening to your episode with Kevin uh, earlier today on my drive. It was really cool. Yeah, that was a long episode. We talked about a lot of... um, a lot of like music industry things and and live streaming. It's a lot. Yeah, dude, I, I think it's so cool that he streams. It's awesome. Oh yeah, this is Milo. Sorry, it's just so normal <laughs> to me to have a cat. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, that was a good episode. That was really entertaining. It was yeah. cool to see like the insight on everything, uh, especially coming from someone who who I look up to as well. And I was like, oh, okay, so we have like a similar thought process. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never heard his interviews before. Oh cool. yeah. Kevin, if you hear that, love you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. Big fan. So how did, how did you get started? I realized that I don't even, like, we got connected through Twitch, but like, we've never actually talked like this before, really. It's always just been through Twitch chats. Oh my God, we haven't talked, have we? And funny enough, I feel like I know you. I know. (laughs) Like, isn't that crazy? Like, dude, just all of the Twitch friendships that I've made. Yeah. And some of the best things ever. Like I feel like I could hang out with all you guys. I know. Um, yeah. How did I get started? My mom kind of forced me into it as a kid, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really want to do it. She's like, 
to this day, she stands by. She goes, I wanted you to either learn another language or I wanted you to play music. And so I, she got me piano lessons and I played for like 10 years and I hated every second of it. Oh, no. It was like the worst thing. Well, it's one of those things when someone forces you to do it, you're like, I don't want to do it. I'm not yeah. doing this on my own free will. I feel that. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. um, after like 10 years of it, I turned 15. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, mom. She's like, we have to play an instrument while you're under my roof or something like that. And um, I switched to guitar because I thought I thought it would make me look cooler. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, I don't know why guitar is just cooler in my eyes. I love the piano though. I know you're really good at piano too, dude. Oh, thanks. But, <laughs> yeah, I also started yeah. at like a like really young as well. It's first really? instrument. Yeah, my mom started oh, cool. us off. My mom's a musician, and so she taught us piano. She also plays the Chinese zither, the guzhen. That's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, she That's played so cool. like in orchestra in Taiwan, and then they moved to Canada. And then, yeah, so, like, we also had to basically, we we kind of had to do that, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But look where we are now, you know? Like, it's those those stepping stones that kind of got us here. Oh, yeah, for We're sure. We're still doing it. And we I'm, need to make a living. And I love it so much. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude. That's so cool. Listen to your parents sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, um, did you have to go through, like, the student day stuff? Where, like, you did all of, like, the recitals and all of the levels of theory and whatnot? Not, I actually did not, because my, like, as traditional as my mom is, she didn't make us do, like, the, all those levels things. Okay. But, uh, yeah, for. It was, it was awful. Root, <laughs> I did, I did one, like, level exam thing for RCM is what we do here. Like, they have their curriculum. Oh. And, um, yeah, I did one just to prep for university auditions and. And I was like, that was terrible. I, I don't, yeah, it's an experience. You definitely learn a lot if you care to learn though. Like mm-hmm. if, so that was, that was my problem is I didn't care to learn. And so I had all this knowledge that people would definitely want now and that I wish I retained and I didn't. Oh yeah. Big It'd sad. probably be easy though to like pick that back up if you wanted to. Maybe. It's not a bad point. It's <laughs> a good point. Very good point. <laughs> Yeah. When when did you start posting music online? You know, in, in like the early days of YouTube, I saw a bunch of kids doing like songs online and a lot of them were kind of in like the pop realm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't, I don't know what maybe like, like heartbreak in, in like early high school made me want to write a song. So oh. I just put it on YouTube, not thinking anyone would listen. And I had like this long floopy like hair <laughs> looking like Bieber back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just something in me was like, you need to put it online. I got bullied all throughout high school because of it. Oh, it was no. awful. Yeah, really? I mean, yeah, kids are brutal. Man. Like, like, what are you doing putting music out online? Um, I had no idea. But then uh, I kept posting. I did a couple covers, but I wasn't consistent with anything. And then there was a... Uh, there was like a contest on the radio. It was like, send your song in, get enough votes, and then you'll play at the Strawberry Festival, win a guitar, hang out with this girl. Her name was like Sweet Caroline. But yeah, I guess from there, I kind of kind of kept making stuff and then never really stopped. I guess it just, it, 
it, I got through all of the crap of me trying to do stuff, and then it got a little bit better, and a little bit better, and then <laughs> imposter syndrome kicks in, and you don't think oh you're good, gosh. and then, yeah. What about you, though? How did you start? Basically the same thing, just like watching other people post onto YouTube and stuff. And I was like, I want to, I think I want to do that. I think I want to like try that. And I've always just been like singing songs, covering songs and whatnot, and like posting little snippets onto Instagram. And so I started putting them onto YouTube, but like they weren't good or anything. (laughs) And it's just like me in my pajamas doing One Direction. (laughs) Doing the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's always the One Direction. Okay, go ahead. No. So good. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Wait, who is your favorite, though? <laughs> uh, Harry. Sorry. Nice. I don't know. There's probably not an answer that I should have so quickly, but I do Harry Styles. Just come on. Have you seen that guy? I know. He's, he's so good. And he's blown it's up beautiful. so much. He's a beautiful human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Niall was always my favorite. Yeah. No, we could we could go off on it, dude. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I saw yeah. a lot of people doing that. It's funny because like it was always the pop music, mm-hmm. like uh, like the Cody Simpson kind of stuff. Cody Simpson, oh, yeah. uh, Bieber, even. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really got into like the more alternative indie stuff until now. Oh but yeah, very I, into I didn't pop. Really, and that's kind of yeah. I didn't really discover like the indie world until a little bit later on. I guess right. There's so much good stuff. (laughs) Dude, there's so many different genres and different tastes. And who says we can't try all of it, right? Mm. Yeah. I know that's kind of like the thing about different genres and stuff. Do you feel like you kind of have to, I mean, you just said that you don't really have to stick to just one thing, one genre. But like as like Mm -hmm. your image or your brand, do you feel, do you ever feel like you're kind of like, constricted to one thing and then if you stray too far away from that then your audience will be like the heck i think if i had a lot more writing on my career then i I feel like people right now and i i could be i could be wrong but i feel like my audience kind of likes to to see like where where i'm at with the music i make and there's not like a oh he didn't put out another slow sad milestone kind of (laughs) song like if i made something hype they're like, okay, maybe he was in a good day, like a good mood that day and wanted to make a hype song. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they kind of trust me where, where I'm guiding them musically. But because I, I, I don't know, I'm not a fan of like genre. I like genre blending. I think it'd be nice to throw a bunch of stuff together. Mm-hmm. But do I think it might be easier to market someone who had very similar songs that necessarily, didn't necessarily sound the same, but like had a similar vibe? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I like I like just using my brain and doing the stuff that makes me feel good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Road trip is a very, very hype song, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> After your new yeah. album. See, that's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. And that whole video that you shot for that too, that was you you actually did a road trip across the country. <laughs> your yeah. First time ever. You wanna uh, talk about that music video a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, my buddy Ryan and I, we, we kind of just had this idea because he, he converted a van to live in. His idea was to like live in it full time. And um, I was like, okay, sounds great. 
And then he got it to a point where it was like, you could live in it. It wasn't like fully furnished out, like where it was perfect. Like he still had like plywood for like the drawers and the stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, what if we took this and we just drove it? We broke, we christened the van. We drove, like we broke it in and we just like went on a long road trip. I was like, okay, we need a reason. And then <laughs> I was like, well, what if we just made a music video? And like, there's no pressure. We just went on a road trip. I'll cover all the gas. I'll pay you for the video. And like, we'll just film all the cool, fun stuff that we do along the way and then put it together. So and where did you start and where'd you end? Yeah, <laughs> started in, uh, I started in St. Pete, Florida, where I live currently. And then we got all the way to, we, we almost got to Nevada. We were almost there. So all, whatever's right before, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> it all blurred at that point. But um, nice. yeah, we, uh, I think it might've been Utah. We were driving in like the salt flats and stuff. And that was like a wacky experience altogether. It was, it, that literally is just another world out there. It looks wow. so good. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I definitely recommend going. Do you guys have salt flats? I, I found out recently that flats are everywhere really? in the world. Like, not everywhere, but in a few different spots. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> huh. I wonder if there's, like, Canadian salt flats. There might be. Can I, I'm going to Google We're going to find out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, salt plains and sky preserves of Wood Buffalo National Park. There we go. Huh. Interesting. But you also have Banff, and that's like one of the most beautiful places on earth that I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, you should come. I'm like I would love to. an hour and a half away from Banff. It's awesome. <laughs> do you ever yeah. just go and just hang out? I do, like... Yeah, I do. Sometimes. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's cold right now. So yeah, it is it's negative twenty two. Right now, I think. In Fahrenheit? In in Celsius. So it's like negative seven. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. What would that be? But Let's I mean, see. but with some wind, it like easily gets to negative 22. It was that for like the week of Christmas. Dang, dude. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's still negatives. Yeah. Ooh. So you're not really going outside right now, are you? No. Unless you're like... <laughs> Full on face scarf and everything like. Yeah. <laughs> is it yeah, is it tough really... going to the store? I'm so spoiled because here in Florida, like currently, it's 79 degrees outside. Like two days. Oh, sorry, 79 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't. I don't even know what that would be. That's like summer for me. <laughs> it's like 26 yeah. Celsius. Yeah. That's summer. <laughs> uh huh. It's very toasty. Today actually is one of the most beautiful days we've had in a long time. It got awesome. down to like. 43 like three days ago so it was like kind of chilly it's like a 30 degree difference it's pretty pretty big for florida oh wow um but i can't complain because <laughs> you guys have it so much harder with all the snow yeah i mean if you don't have to go anywhere it's fine it just it looks pretty <laughs> but Fair. definitely yeah. makes it a is little going bit to, like, harder the store is that is that really tough well I mean, we're kind of lucky that we live pretty close to like grocery oh, okay. stores and stuff. So it's not that bad. And also like you just kind of run inside. <laughs> it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So you're not like sitting in it. You're just yeah. like, let me get in the heat real quick. Yeah. But mornings oh, are hard. I know like people who have to park on the streets like that's that's rough. 
you gotta like scrape all the ice off and it takes a minute for your car to heat up yeah oh dang oh but, yeah you just, i have to kind of prepare myself because i know like i'm the, the tour that we're getting ready to go on um is going to be over on the west coast and i have a feeling like colorado and stuff is going to be probably pretty cold and mm. i'm so spoiled by florida being so warm <laughs> that like I need to remember, maybe I should let my car run for a little bit before I try and drive it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let it heat up. So I'll just have to remind myself that. <laughs> Dress in layers also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have layers. <laughs> sort of like 10 t-shirts. <laughs> Honestly, that's great. How's planning for tour been? Um, I, I guess, you know, full honesty. Um, incredibly stressful. But I mean, With COVID and all uh, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I'm very fortunate that I have an agent now who's working to book me stuff. His name's Jesse. He's a really cool dude. Um, and he's getting shows and some of these venues are places that like, I know if I personally would send an email to and say, I'd love to play at your venue sometime, they would totally say no. (laughs) But he somehow magically says something the right way. And they're like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but it's magic. That's great. Um, it's uh, it's daunting, right? Because people are very hesitant to buy a ticket to a show right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like the expectations that high for venues to be stressed out if like not a lot of people come because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good time to have a first tour if it's not based around the numbers, kind of. It's it's weird. It's not about the money or anything. I just. I wonder at what point am I am I large enough to where people want to buy tickets to come to my show, or if there's like you know the imposter syndrome always sets in where you wonder if anyone will even show up. I would love so. to go to one of your shows, dude. Oh, <laughs> I would love to have you. I'd love to play with you sometime. Oh, that That'd too. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that would be oh. that would be amazing. I want to mm-hmm. go to Canada. I don't know how all that works though. I played in Montreal once, and um, I mean technically I didn't play in Montreal because that requires permits and Mm. visas maybe Mm -hmm. but I hung out with a friend in Montreal you're just jamming in a group (laughs) setting playing a guitar yeah (laughs) nice it was cool it was cool it was cold Mm -hmm. how'd you choose where to go for this tour I'm very hands off Jesse's Jesse's pretty much booking the whole thing yeah all I did was have the starting show um in St. Pete on the 18th. I'm like, I booked that one because I know the owners of the venue. And I'm like, hey, like I might throw a tour together in February. Do you think we could do it? And they're like, yeah. Um, But then Jesse's like, I got this. I'm going to route it. And then like two weeks later, we had like 20 shows across the U.S. That's awesome. It is so cool. It is so cool. Like it's, it's absolutely wild. By the time this comes out, I think you might be done your tour though. (laughs) <laughs> oh when's it coming but, out um because right now i've got episodes lined up until i have five episodes lined up so for the next five weeks um until, heck yeah so then dude you are killing it out. on the podcast game <laughs> on the 13th of march i think but yeah that's thanks. amazing <laughs> yeah 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 no that's it's really exciting. cool the branding everything is really good i had i had no idea you like started an official podcast and yeah. then you asked me to be a part of it, and I dove into it a little bit more, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. It's so sick. 
Um, where's your favorite place to play a show? Because I see oh. that you've done like a lot of, you've played a lot of gigs. Yeah. Um, I haven't been fortunate enough to play a lot of like my own ticketed shows. I do a lot of bar stuff and like I'm I'm still kind of stuck in that scene for right now until we can we can break out of it and sell more tickets. But that's kind of the goal of this tour. Um I would say though, if I'm doing a ticketed show, I've always loved playing in New York. I don't know what it is, but that city just knows how to party at a show. They just sing so loud. Um but I'm ready to be surprised with some of these other ones. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So awesome. when it comes to bars though, um Fort Myers. Fort Myers always has a good bar scene. They're always fun there. That's in Florida. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask. <laughs> like gotcha, I don't know, I don't know okay. American geography. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It's I'm a, I'm pretty much only in Florida. Well, what you mentioned about imposter syndrome that has come up a ton in like all these chats that I've had, because I mean, it doesn't exist just like in, in music, right? It's kind of like not even in just the creative field, but like everything really. And it is really hard. Do you, do you think you have like some tools of dealing with that sometimes? I know sometimes it kind of just takes over and you can't really do much about it. I don't know if I have anything that really helps me with it. Um, but I, I, I will say, I guess, maybe I do. You know, I, distraction's a powerful thing. And sometimes distracting our mind can be healthy. Sometimes it can be unhealthy. And um, for instance, I feel if I were to sink into TikTok for hours, um, <laughs> that might be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I, you know, it's different for everyone. But I'll go on like runs and stuff. And I, I try to clear my mind with like physical activity. But that sometimes, it's not always the best for you either. Um, but I do know the one thing that has helped me tremendously with any bad thoughts is like having a good support network of friends and family and having Hadley around. Like I can talk to her pretty much about anything that I'm feeling, you know. Um and it really does make a difference, just just getting it out. I'm, I'm sure therapy would probably help too. But mm-hmm. for right now, it helps that she has a psychology degree. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so That's I like perfect. to bounce stuff off her. And then I guess my good friends, my friend Elijah, I definitely talk to him a lot. And he kind of reassures me. He's like, dude, you wouldn't be in this position if like, you know what I mean? Like your thoughts are obviously not valid if you're thinking that you don't deserve to be where you are. Mm-hmm. And he just, they do a really good job of reassuring me, which I, I feel like it's tough though. Like we shouldn't need that to keep mm-hmm. creating and to keep doing stuff. But it's it's just weird how how much it helps, you know? Yeah. I think, I guess it like crops up more that, you know, you have like an online audience now that mm-hmm. that you kind of start feeling that more. Because, I mean, imagine without... I mean, you're just making music for yourself. There's nothing to compare to. True. Yeah, it's nice to have people talk to you about it. Sometimes I like will talk to a friend and sometimes it'll be like, do you want to rant about it? Do you want like what kind of response do you want from me? Like, do you want me to be logical about it and tell you how like 
give you advice or do you just want to rant and I'll listen and try to like comfort you in that way. Yeah. It's a good friend. Sometimes giving you that, a lot of times I like to rant. And once I finish my rant, it's like uh, everyone used to tell me that journaling was really good. And like usually by the time I'm done writing in a journal, I do feel better. Like I got all of the words in my head out and now they're Mm -hmm. gone. But it's just that act of writing in a journal that I just don't want to do. But you're, you're totally right. Like that's, that's really cool. Your friend will offer those options. Yeah. What if you just like. Straightforwardness is good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess like journaling, you don't have to do a traditional writing style. I mean, like. True. Could just type it on your computer or just do like a voice note and just start spewing stuff out. (laughs) That's a good point. I haven't done that one before. I should totally do that one. You could try that. That might make for a good song too. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Yeah, because like I typically don't really journal about exciting, happy things or I will, but like I don't have that much to write about. I'm like, this thing happened. Cool. (laughs) But I was like feeling really ecstatic one day and just writing just was so slow. And I decided to kind of just like talk to myself and just... As if I was speaking to somebody else about it and just like, I don't know. Did it help? <laughs> it did. It was really nice. That's really cool. I'll have to try it. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. I might, I might rant right after this. Yeah, this podcast <laughs> I was on. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, writing, yeah, you could put that into a song, song form. A lot of my songs are basically just what I would journal about, but it's a song. What is your songwriting process? I think I've finally come to terms with how I think I mainly write about my own life and the things I've experienced, which I, I you know, a lot of people do, but it was, it's tough to grasp that because I used to think that I could like write songs that were, were not based on like my own personal experiences and things, but I guess it's all our own interpretation of the world a little bit. So uh, I guess if something in my life um, feels large enough to put into like a song, that's kind of where I go from it. So I guess step one, it starts with an experience. For instance, uh, uni's not for me. I never wanted to go to college. And I thought it was a stupid waste of time and money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and um, my mom really wanted me to go. So I started school and I wrote the song while I was in school thinking that this was a stupid waste of time and money and just kind of spewed my thoughts onto paper first. And then I found a chord pattern afterwards and then made a voice demo, just kind of like on the internet, put it out there. I was like, does anyone even like this? Um, There's that reassurance again. (laughs) Um, But then I graduated and I used my graduation photo as the cover art. Because I thought it was, like, ironic and funny. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) And then, um, honestly, school ended up being, like, one of my favorite things I've ever done in my life. But that's because I found, like, the right people and, like, the right program, which was the hardest part. Mm -hmm. But uh, that experience is what led me to want to write that song, just about wanting to be free, which led to, like, my song Free. And, like, it just kind of, like, a domino effect. Um. Like, I know you said that you liked my cargo shorts or cargo, yeah, cargo shorts song that I like. It's like unreleased right now. Oh, yeah. But the only reason I wrote that is because I wrote Pockets in Her Dress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
Well, what if I write about cargo shorts and how, like, you know, how they're, like, not in style? I don't know if the song will ever come out, but, like, how they're not in style. But who cares what's in style? Like, you should do whatever the hell you want. Don't let anyone tell you to do anything else. So I was like, just putting all my angst into like this <laughs> song. Of like, I'm gonna wear cargo shorts if I want, and like, love that. I don't know. Please put. Yeah, it I out. guess it always starts with the words. <laughs> Have you answered on this before? What, how your writing style is? I typically start. Yeah, I start playing guitar, and then I'm just like humming a melody. But like, there's always like an experience or something that I'm, I can't really get over, and so I. Just I start writing about that. Sometimes it's like I don't know what I want to say. And so I'm just playing guitar and then humming and then random words will come. But sometimes I do know what I want to say. And then but that feels I actually I don't know, like I almost want to say that feels a little bit less natural than the the just like humming random words thing. But I don't know, like it's a little bit, it feels more structured that way if I like know what I want to say and then I have to build around that sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Dude, yeah. If it, if it means anything, Yellow Rose, the entire second half of that song, I, I just sang everything that came into my head into the microphone That's awesome. and I just, I let it live and like edited it a little bit for like the final one. But like, I was just like, my friend Joey needed it for a video and He's like, I just need it to be like six minutes long for this video. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And so I just started singing stuff. That's so awesome. I completely get the randomness. Sometimes it can really work. It's mm. kind of cool. But getting past that awkward, like, none of this is going to make sense to me right mm. now. Once we get past that, then it starts to work out, you know? Yeah. It's, it's really cool, cool how music comes together like that. Right? Yeah. And it's so like inexplicable too sometimes. So like knowing I compose as well. And so I posted like a little piano snippet on Instagram last week or a couple of days ago. And then I started adding flute to it. And I started crying <laughs> when I was playing flute. And like, I don't know. I don't even know what the, it's, there's no like reason behind it. It just, it felt, I just started feeling a lot from it and then got really emotional. Yeah, Good. that actually also happened yesterday on stream too. Like, someone oh. requested a flute loop or a floop, better known on my Twitch channel. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. I never done. I had. I never looped Wildfire, my original song before, and so I gave it a shot, and I added some flute, and then, like, Wildfire is a really heavy song and like it's my metaphor for cancer basically mm. and uh I don't know when I played flute it like pulled something out of me and then and then we all collectively cried for a bit <laughs> talking about grief um but yeah it, it's crazy it's just wild to me how music can elicit that much emotion in in somebody and like not just me but like like everyone in my chat too was like this is like the best flute. This is the best floop that you've ever done. It's a magical moment. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I wish I could have been there. Yeah, looping. You do a lot of looping. You're like the king of looping to me on Twitch. Can, thank you. That's a that's a very big compliment. Can I take 
one step back though. I just want to say how cool it is that you addressed grief and and talking about such a tough topic in a in a live stream setting. Whereas like you might be alone in a room. I I've felt this before. I know I, I don't know exactly what you're feeling, but I think it's so cool that you could share that and be that open and vulnerable with people online because it's so difficult mm-hmm. to it's it's difficult for me to open up to one person, let alone like a ton of people online. So it's it's just very cool. And I think you should do more moments. Obviously Thanks. don't force those moments, but like <laughs> just crying every so stream. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, oh thank you for the bits. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) no I get it that's really Uh, cool yeah it's really awesome that like I didn't that I felt comfortable enough to kind of let that come through because everybody just everybody in that community is just so supportive of one another and it's just it's amazing it's amazing isn't it 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 also helps that like I'm I'm still technically alone in my room. <laughs> like yeah. I don't see the faces of these people. I, I'd probably I'd be a little bit more all the time. <laughs> right? Oh, it might be actually. You'd be so surprised. I played a gig, um, in Orlando, Florida, like five six years ago, and I was singing my song "Dreams," and I I didn't expect anybody to know it, and I'm I'm never I'm not a crier. I don't cry. You can ask Hadley. She's like. You never get emotional or anything. And I'm like, I think it's because I put it all in my songs. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of, it's cathartic for me. I can get out my feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like 2015 and I, I sang my song Dreams and everybody in the room was singing it back to me. That's amazing. And I, I just broke down in tears. I'm like, I've never felt oh. that in my life. And, but I've never, I don't cry. And I cried in front of a room full of people. Just singing this song, bawling, and everyone's looking at it, probably going, "What is this kid going through right now?" Oh. And I'm like, "I'm like one of the happiest moments of my life right here." That's like, amazing. Yeah, dude, it's you'd be surprised. Music could probably pull it out of you, even with people there, the right people there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right? Yeah. You got a cool community. I've seen them. They're really funny. They are so funny, and they're the reason. They're the reason I have the name Mattress. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> One question from um, Burb because when I posted it, like Deej was like, "Oh mattress, yay!" And Burb was like, "Because I was like, if you guys have any questions, drop it in the comments." And mm-hmm. Burb was like, "Mattress, what does it feel like to be slept on?" <laughs> yeah, it's a great feeling. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's fantastic. Great. Yeah, I don't even know you. like thank when you, that started. But I just remember one day you came into my chat and you're like, you said your mattress. I'm like, I don't know why I found that so hilarious, but it just, <laughs> I don't know. So Hadley, Hadley has been going around. There's like a TikTok or something. And it's like, it's, fun. it's like those stupid things. The only one I can think of right now is my own name, but like it's Matt short for mattress, <laughs> like something that you wouldn't expect. Like L short for elbow. Like, like something dumb like that. Like you just Uh, can't think of it, but it's so good. (laughs) I think that was what I did. I popped in. I was like, Hey, I'm Matt short for mattress. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Not my own, not my own joke at all, but thanks. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) Yeah. You got a lot of dad jokes over there on your channel too. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> always. It's great. Yeah. It's a good time over there. Spoilers. They, they are not all mine. <laughs> um, live on stream, sometimes I might get lucky and like have one little dad joke. But a lot of them, dude, the Reddit thread, our dad jokes, is like one of the funniest threads. It's Sometimes it's all like repurposed and people are liking it because it's their first time seeing it. But like mm-hmm. you get a you get like a golden one every now and then that like I'll cry laugh. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever read. And it's perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> Just kind of like imagining you scrolling through Reddit preparing your dad jokes for stream <laughs> dude i don't i don't use reddit other than dad jokes oh that's God. it that's the only reason i used it i use reddit i found out that they had like a thread for just dad jokes and i'm like yep i'm sign me up i'm in nice did yeah. you added a dad joke nightbot um thing to my to my chat the so api call up dad joke, point yeah. Dad joke. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, and I think it's on a timer too, actually. So sometimes I'll like start singing a song or like I'll be in the middle of the saddest song. <laughs> I look up and I see the chat and it's the stupidest thing. <laughs> it's ruined the whole vibe of the song. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. But yeah. So, so looping. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Looping. Um yeah. Do you, so you loop as well. Do you have the RC three hundred? Mm-hmm. You got the big one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you? What What made you start looping? Because I know there's a person that made me start looping. Ed Sheeran. Okay, so you started for Ed Sheeran <laughs> as well. No, I was saying is that is that who? Oh yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. say yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Ed Sheeran. He's um, definitely an influence for sure. But I only got like my looper after starting stream streaming, and then after oh, seeing okay. like yourself and a whole bunch of other people do it i got like oh, cool. like i really wanted to do it by then so yeah yeah, yeah. it's cool it definitely adds like a a new element to your music where like you're no longer just not that playing acoustic isn't good enough but i feel like building a loop to certain people it's super entertaining mm-hmm. so that's what my my i, I just kind of wanted something to make me stand out a little bit but i totally bought it because i had and then I had the RC30 first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's this little two-stomp thing. And without nerding out too much, I brought it to a gig. And it was when I was going through this rough patch where I didn't really have, like, a place to live and stuff. I was kind of going in and out of my car and, like, couches. And I found places to crash. But I, I played at this restaurant because they would they would feed me. And they'd give oh. me drinks. <laughs> and they would, uh, they would pay me and my buddy to play there. But I was like, I got my first check. I'm going to go get a, a loop pedal. Nice. Bought it, brought it to the gig that night, and I played the gig with the loop pedal, thinking I could just pick it up like that. And like <laughs> I, I did a couple of loops, okay, but um, definitely learned a lot from that moment. Yeah, just watching watching Ed perform kind of changed my perspective on on how a solo musician could do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it being like have a like you don't have to have a band. It it definitely helps with like the more tricky production you have like song wise, but I feel like having the loop, just the loop pedal, and incorporating other pedals. Like I have an octave pedal, a delay pedal. Um, I started adding my piano to it. Mm-hmm. It's just slowly gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, <laughs> and I'm learning more every day. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know I could do that. It's so cool. It's so sick. Like yeah. with the, have you seen the new one? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Are you? You were gonna, gonna bring it up. 
Yeah. Are you going to upgrade? <laughs> oh, I already bought it. You bought it? <laughs> what? Dude, okay. So I um I don't have it yet because it's on back order. Okay. But I saw it. I nerded out about it. I was reading up on it. And then I I brought it up to my my Twitch community one day. And this this absolutely blew my mind. But I was like, guys, they have a new looper that's coming out soon. They just announced it. I've been geeking out about it. I'm like, the only thing that sucks is like the price point, but it's fine. I'll save up. I'll get there. I still need to find out if it's worth it. And like within like the rest of that stream, we ended up raising all the funds. And I went, oh my God, what are y'all doing? Like, that is so kind. That is so much money. It's like 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude. So I immediately bought it right then and there. I did not hesitate. (laughs) I was like, this money is going straight towards what I said it's going towards and purchased and then they got a call they're like yeah these are on back order for a while <laughs> I'm like oh no. like a whole year later <laughs> honestly yeah we're like we're like three months past the order right now oh man it's okay that that's amazing though that, that it, the twitch community just kind of comes together to do that and like they're investing in you but you're also putting all of that back into the streams to make it, it better Dude. awesome I think that's, I, that's why I think it's hard to say it without sounding like you're patting yourself on the back, and I don't, I don't want it to come off that way at all. I, I think being authentic, people can feel it, and I, I really, I really want nothing more than to just be myself online and encourage other people to do the same. And um, I, I feel like my community knows that, like I'm, I'm being genuine about where the money goes and like how I repurpose it like right now we have a tour fund and they've raised like $3,500 and with that I booked like almost all of my hotels for the entire tour and like I'm not getting like bougie ones dude I'm getting like (laughs) one bedroom Airbnb like Mm -hmm. like really really affordable trying to make sure like a hotel might be cheaper in some places because it has breakfast included Mm -hmm. or like I'm just, I'm kind of terrified of like red roofs and stuff, the really cheap hotels. So mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Teach them. <laughs> that being said, before the caffeine takes me on a rant, um, <laughs> I feel like they, they trust, they trust us as streamers to like, to break down those walls a little bit and kind of show you the, show you where the things are going. And I feel like with that trust comes a lot, like a, a lot, you could, there's, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> a lot more good comes from that. Okay. Yeah. And it's cool. It's it's really cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, my, I mean, just before this call, my DAW was backing up too, right? Reaper just mm-hmm. was being weird. And because uh, I run my DAW into OBS through Restream. And, but lately it's been like, been faulty and it's died on me a couple times. <laughs> but so I was thinking of getting a mixer and I'm getting one. Uh, but also, like, same thing, like, Twitch community, Twitch chat, somebody just like gave a huge dono and was like, get the mixer you want. <laughs> and so yep. that's on its way. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's just, it's crazy how generous people are. <laughs> they believe in you. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they love the entertainment that you provide day in and day out and all the hours that you sacrifice just to to be here and try and lift them up with your music. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, it's 
like I'm just sitting here playing songs. <laughs> I'm having Stop. a great time. <laughs> Stop. Don't. Oh man, it's yeah. good though. It's yeah, yeah, you are having a good time. That's the thing is like we're having fun, and I, I feel like that yeah. comes through, and you like bring people on a journey with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Your your stream has upgraded. I'm sure throughout the years. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I had like this little desk that my mom bought for me for my old apartment so I could sit down and like do like my work at and stuff. It was like a cheap little Amazon desk. But I started with that and I had just my MacBook, which don't get me wrong, like that's a blessing to have. But that was, um, I actually got that through my school. They hooked nice. me up with that, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just used this little, little cheap mixer that I had because I didn't know how to use an interface. Like, I, dude, honestly, all of the stuff that you hear on my streams, if you would have asked me two years ago if I could do, I have no idea. I like, I don't even know how to mix vocals. I don't know how to do a master chain. I, I asked the right people the right questions and they kind of, kind of mm-hmm. guided me. And I just kept asking questions like, what does this do? Well, why does it do that? Why are we putting it here in the chain and not here in the chain? And do I still understand? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's definitely evolved a lot. And it's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely you, fun. You, did you? What did you start out with? Like, what kind of stuff? Um, well, I used my brother's laptop because mine could not handle OBS and that stuff. So I kind of borrowed my brother's gaming laptop. And then it was just like, cool. um, well, I am lucky enough to have like a like a Sony mirrorless camera that I just, I just have because I do photography and stuff. And so... For sure had that and then people in my twitch like early days the ogs were really helpful because <laughs> they knew like all oh, this my camera would die because it didn't have a dummy battery so every like yeah <laughs> like in 24 minutes or however long into the stream it just would die and then i would switch yeah. to the webcam and it was just terrible <laughs> um but yeah i also i mean i guess i was i was really lucky because my dad my parents are like they host events and stuff and so they had like some gear laying around that they weren't using so mm-hmm. there was an old mixer that kind of died on me also but started with that and then I was getting all into using DAWs and recording and also learning about mixing and and all that stuff producing and so everything's kind of been upgraded as well so. Yeah, but I think the more hours you put into it each week doing stuff, like you, especially now having your community there, yeah. even just having like a couple people at any time that are like interested in what you're doing, like you want to keep getting better for them. And mm-hmm. then more people join the journey as it keeps growing and evolving. It's so exciting. It's cool. <laughs> right. And I don't I don't know if you can agree on this, but I'm, I'm sure you can actually, but I, I genuinely feel like through all this streaming, and all of this forced, I guess, quote unquote, practice, I feel like I've become a better musician in just the two years I've been streaming. Definitely. At a faster rate than before I streamed. Mm. Like, I feel like I've just this period of time I've gotten, I feel like it's night and day, but yeah, it's, it's wild, just, right? Yeah. You're spending, I mean, you stream like, what, four times a week? <laughs> and yeah. for like... I don't know, two, three, however many hours and you're doing all this stuff, it, it, you're, yeah, you are putting in all the hours. There's no way that you can't get better with, with all that practice. Fair. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. 
It really is. I don't have a better word to describe it. Mm-hmm. But it's like if only my brain didn't need the dopamine of other people to practice that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something else to have that discipline of getting yourself to practice by yourself. Yeah. It is. So props <laughs> to people who can do that for sure. But I, I like it. It's like they hold me accountable. Yeah, it's like it's like exercising-wise. It's hard for me to hold myself accountable and exercise. But if yeah. I had a buddy, I feel like I'd do it more. Yeah, the accountability. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> you like drag your buddy down with you. <laughs> oh no, I hope not. Oh man, that'd be bad. Yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. I like your wreath, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I know it's not Christmas anymore, but it's, you know. It doesn't have to be Christmas to have a wreath up. I feel like it's a very festive thing, you know. Fair. It's not a tree though, and that's fine. If it was like red and green lights, maybe it would be a little different, but. Fair. <laughs> it's yeah. good as homie. Can we just like talk about your new new album? I don't know. It's been a couple months since uh, yeah, it has. The Light Between the Trees came out. But yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned a couple songs on there. And when it came out, it like, wasn't it like 11th on the iTunes singer-songwriter chart? And like. Amazon um, music or something is like, it was up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think exciting. it's, it's very, it's very exciting. And I don't, I do not take it for granted at all. Um, I, I put out an EP like in 2015 and we got to number seven and I didn't even know that that chart existed at the time. And someone's like, dude, you're number seven. <laughs> what? And, and I, I checked, but there's been some releases in between then and now where Nothing made it on the chart, and I, it just makes you wonder, like, like wow, like what what was it that made that so special? And so, I don't I don't take it for granted. I don't I don't know how big of a deal it is, but in in my heart right now, in this place where I'm at on the journey, it feels like a really big deal that that it's on a chart at all, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so it cool. was very, yeah, it's very addicting though to get caught up in checking it every day and seeing like where you're at. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's on the Amazon chart right now. <laughs> and like, you're like, where am I at? Where am I at? What number? And it's not that you're not really getting anything out of it other than it looks cool being next to like the Lumineers. Um, yeah. Which that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And, but Very cool. Yeah. It's like you stand there. It's like you got to stand next to them for like an hour and then, and then you had to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's the album's been cool though. Um, a lot of the songs I've already put out over the past year. I before the pandemic started, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put out one song a month for the entire year. And I had like a couple in my arsenal, and I was like, ready, mm. ready to do it. And then I released like three songs, and then the pandemic hit super hard in March, mm. and everyone went into lockdown and I was like, I don't, I can't get into the studio right now to record anything or make anything. Um, and I, I maybe had like one more recording that was ready to go. So I ended up putting out five or six songs total in 2020 and then had a couple more in 2021. But it feels weird having a bunch of singles. I was like, you know what, maybe I should have it all on an album. That way they live together in like a house. Um, 
<laughs> it feels like it. It feels like an album's kind of like a house. A little house. And it's a lot of roommates. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that's fair. Maybe it's like it's like having cats. It's like cats in a house. No, I'm just playing. I don't want to be a cat guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I put out the record with two new songs on it. And um, two new songs that mean a lot to me that I actually made a lot of them on stream. Like uh, oh, yeah. Pockets in Her Dress was made on stream. Road Trip was actually made on stream. Oh. But uh, Habitat of Love was the other song. But I had part of that recorded. Part of it I did on stream. But that was the first time I ever did production stuff at home. I'm not I'm not very good at it, but I managed to get a decent recording. And I feel like the songs are strong enough to still live through like the, the muddiness of like how the guitars might sound or how my vocal might sound in my room. With, like mm. a lot of echo and stuff. So it's, it's cool. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been cool. And I'm trying to I'm trying to take my time because I, I have a couple other songs, but I I just switched distributors. Um, I used to use DistroKid and like TuneCore, and because it was like super easy to get your music out there. But then I had someone reach out to me from Symphonic, which is like okay. apparently like a, a DSP where they have direct connection. I I don't know any of this stuff. All I know is what <laughs> they told me, and um, the deal ended up being pretty good. Cool. So. Ended up, I'm moving a lot of my catalog to them right now, which if you don't know what DSPs are and stuff, I'm, I apologize for all the nerd talk. Digital but, uh, streaming digital, platform? Yeah. Yeah. I think, digital I think streaming? Or is it, yeah, it's, it is a streaming platform, isn't it? I think so. I think they want more music right now. Because, you know, <laughs> like the more successful the new music is, the more that they make, kind of, that's kind of how the mm-hmm. deal works and stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. But there's, they're like, obviously, I still have all the creative drive and stuff nice. but I'm like I kind of want this tour to be about this album and like spend a little bit of time waiting but the, you know like the new world with music they constantly want new releases out there it's the only way to catch fire and like and get viral stop. yeah but then where, where do you get to breathe and all that yeah it's and it's super important too just to give yourself that to be able to have that downtime and not get burnt out sort mm. of thing I think a lot about Taylor Swift out of context, that probably sounds really weird. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, I think a lot about... I'll clip that. About like, <laughs> that's perfect. I think a lot about Taylor Swift and how she writes and, and how everything is very experience-driven with her music. And like, she'll like disappear for a little while. But it's almost as if like in that time, she spent a lot of time living life mm. and just kind of feeling things. And I think that's really important for people. Yeah, there is... a. The classical composer Arthur Rubinstein, I think Rubinstein was the one who said that, like, you can't spend all day in a practice room. It's like, what are you playing then? Like, you got to go out and experience the world so that you can put all of your, those emotions and those experiences into the music that you're practicing. So, yep. yeah. Dang. For wow. Sure. Now I'm even more excited for tour just from you saying that. <laughs> Because I'm gonna like all these the are all like first time experiences. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna need to take a journal. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Thank you, Mira. I needed that. I'm so excited for you too. <laughs> it's Thanks, awesome dude. seeing friends do such fun and awesome, cool things. Thanks. That's great, dude. Oh man. <laughs> I I remember um 2000. 
19, I did a house tour where I knew that I couldn't sell tickets to venues. Hmm. I still, I still have, I don't know how much faith I have in that, but I tweeted out, does anybody want me to come play at their house? I'll totally do it. And I had a lot of people respond and we booked a whole tour up the East coast to like New York and back. And I took, we took Ryan's van. No, we didn't. We took my van. Oh. Packed it to the brim with way too much gear, way too much merch, <laughs> and um, made it work. We mm. literally made it work. We played like probably 13 houses. But the thing is, if there's any independent musicians out there who want to tour and want to do stuff, like you don't have to have an agent to make a show happen. You could do house shows. They're just as good, if not better. The intimacy is so cool. I don't think I like heard about house shows until... Maybe just like a couple of years ago. I didn't know that was a thing. It's very cozy. Yep. Very cool. Same. Yeah. It's so it's so odd, but it's so wonderful. Like I've I've never been to one as a viewer, mm. but I've like but playing at them, I'm like, wow, this is a really cool experience. Like that someone would bring their friends and family, take care of them, and also have live music. Like it's cool. Yeah. Concept seems awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah. So You'll have to come to Florida. We'll have a house show. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll be right there. Or I'll come to Canada. Whatever way. We'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. My community has been like, Mirabelle Con when? When are we going to uh, have like I a think you Mirabelle Con. Con? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get it. That's funny. That's great. We can have an M Con and just all the names with M's. You and I, at least, you know. Who, who else could come? forgetting everybody right now <laughs> yeah i know right you're like uh m, m. <laughs> someone someone with an m name <laughs> if you don't have if your name doesn't start with m you're not allowed to come sorry you are not no, no. <laughs> and in attendance can only be people with the name m mm. so sorry to everyone who doesn't have an m name but there is time to change it we're still planning the event so if you want to legally change your name you're more than welcome to yeah <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Patreon questions. I just also sure, wanted yeah. to like keep an eye on the time because I know you got to go. Um, yeah, we got a little bit. But also, thank you for having me on your podcast. I feel really yeah, special. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Like, no, for real. Like, I, I, know, I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And I know that's actually one of the topics you talk a lot about on here. Um, but I think it's very cool and... The fact that you're sticking to it and you have the willpower to like, you said this is this is the fifth episode, so you already have four weeks all lined up. I would this imagine is, like probably. Well, so three is out, and then there are five coming after that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't. I didn't speak it correctly. I sometimes with the caffeine, I just yeah, don't talk I, like I, a human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. So yeah. you have five more episodes, like four all lined up and everything ready to go, mm. and that's just so. That's so impressive, dude. So, yeah. like, props for real. Thanks. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just really wanted to talk to other creatives. And, you know, I don't really have a lot of friends who are, like, doing the same thing, really. So, yeah. yeah. So I figured this is, me. like, a good excuse. Thanks. Yeah, I got you. you got me. <laughs> really? Yeah, you got my number. Seriously, you can, you can hit me up whenever. If you ever want to rant, I'm more than happy to rant okay. with you, especially if it's about, like, stuff that we're in the same ballpark. You know, oh, that means a it's lot. really nice. Like I met up with Anel and Raquel for the first time ever. And the fact that we could all sit there and talk about Twitch together and talk about <laughs> oh music and our careers 
And yeah. like, because I, I love my friends here to death. I love them, but I don't, I don't have the people in my network that I can like talk about yeah. like how I feel about this stream or like, you yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. I actually just talked to Haley last week for the podcast. So I guess, I mean, her episode will be out by now by people oh, cool. who are listening to this. Um, but yeah, like we talked a lot about Twitch during then as well. And it was really nice to be able to relate to somebody about certain things that, you know, that nobody yep. really understands. They don't yeah. understand, mom. They don't, come on. I'm so no, sad. They, they understand. <laughs> they understand bits and pieces for sure. But yeah, yeah. it's like, it's different. When though. someone's in it, when they're in it, they get it. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fong asked, if you could go back to your younger self, what advice would you give them? Hmm. I don't know if I would, to be to be honest. If I, I, don't, I don't think I would go back to my younger self and tell them anything. Just because, like, not... In my head, I'm going, that would play with the timeline. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm sorry. If there was no consequences and maybe the turnout would be exactly the same. Like, cause mm -hmm. I, I love where I'm at in life right now. Like, yes, financially would it be better to, if I was like, oh, go put all your money on red at this casino on this day. Right. Or like, you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I don't, I don't think I tell myself to do anything differently. I think I kind of experience life as I feel like I should have maybe make more meaningful friendships and, and keep people in my life a little bit longer. I feel like I work too much and I don't, I don't spend enough time with the people that I love. So that, that'd probably be what I tell my younger self. Nice. I don't think that's a very common answer. Not that like I've asked this to anybody before, but I think a lot of like, a lot of people probably be like, just do the thing or like do whatever to gain more self-confidence and, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it's yeah. interesting that you'd say you would kind of just let that go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I know I'm 27 now. Would it be nice to have the knowledge that I have right now four years ago? Sure. But would I be the same person? Probably not. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be here in this spot either with like a <laughs> beautiful girlfriend of six years and two cats who annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. Um, life life plays out the way it's supposed to play out, you know. Mm -hmm. Fong's other question was, how much of an impact does Twitch have on what you're doing now, <laughs> and what would you do without it? Ooh, oh, that's actually a really good question. Okay, Fong, great question. I think I have a huge love and respect for Twitch. Obviously, there's a few DMCA things we need to iron out here and there. Um, <laughs> we get all into but, that in Kevin's episode. I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, it's, I understand that people need to be paid for their art. But, you know, I, but mm. yeah, we don't mm. have to get into it. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think my stuff's DMCA free. So if anyone listening wants to use it, just go for it. I'm not going to strike you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I do, there's a problem. Someone else is doing it. So we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'd rather you use my art and hang out, have fun with it, live your life. Um, I actually tell people sometimes, I'm like, can, however you can get my music, if that means illegally download it, so be it. If it's Bandcamp yeah. Friday, that's even better. You know, <laughs> like, whatever yeah. you gotta do. As for Twitch, though, I think 
it goes back to the accountability. I think having this community of people that, that, that trust me to kind of guide them four days a week with just tunes and good vibes. And um, I look forward to every stream. And I, I hear a lot of streamers say that they face burnout quite a bit. And I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. And it's been two years, which is good so far. But I, I still, every time I'm about to go live, I, I still feel excited. Like, like who's going to show up today? Will I have the same people come back? Like, so it, it really does lift up my spirits. It, it might not be healthy codependency wise, <laughs> where like a lot of my, a lot of my kind of emotions are probably tied to it a little bit more than they should be. But um, I don't think I'd be the same musician I am today if it weren't for my Twitch community, because they're some of the most awesome people I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And don't let them tell you. Don't don't let them know I said that. But um, yeah, it's it's genuinely changed my life. I'll say that I'll say that forever. I tell all my friends, and they're probably so annoyed at me. They're like, "You always talk about Twitch," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, it's changed it's my life. Pretty freaking cool. Gen- <laughs> yeah, it's so sick. Like I know, I know. Like we're live streaming. I know that that has a weird stigma to it still, but like <laughs> get past it. Come on." Yeah. It's- it's wonderful. You can just have me up on your second monitor while you're playing a game or getting work done. You don't even have to talk to me. I mm. love that. Lurk. <laughs> lurk, your, lurk your little heart out. Right? Yeah. So, I will like long, sometimes. Uh, sorry. No, I was going to say long-winded answer. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, that's all good. I was just going to say that like sometimes I'll text my friend being like, I just got raided by this person. And like, I love this person. They're amazing. And they're like, who, first of all, who, what is a raid? (laughs) And second of all, who is this person? And I like mention all these people all the time. And it's like too many people to keep track of. They're like, I I don't, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about, what these words mean, but sure. Okay. You're happy. Great. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I, okay. I've been kind of geeking out a little bit lately because. Amazon Music's been hanging out in music streams. Oh yeah, and they they've been hanging out in my stream. Just, <gasps> I don't know, whatever, whoever their social media rep person is. But like, when you see Amazon Music verified, just be like, "Hey Matt, wow, sounding good today." Or like, "Wow, we're hanging out, we're having a good time." I'm just like, <sighs> "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you guys can listen to me on Spotify and. <sighs> oh, sorry about the tour. <laughs> Nice. But yeah, and Amazon Music, and Amazon Music. Yeah. yeah. You can start like self-promoing it. and like all the plugs. <laughs> Dude, it's, there's some, there's some really, like you, you got to interview Kevin, Kevin Garrett. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's because of Twitch. Yeah. Because he decided to stream too. Yeah. And like Lewis Watson also streams. Yeah. And he's like oh, one of my favorite on songwriters. Too. Oh man. You should, oh my God, please get him. Dude, that'd be really good. I, um, I still gotta like. I don't think he really knows who I am yet. I gotta like hang out more in his Twitch streams. The, but, I, I'm yeah. gonna throw him under the bus right now. But he told me he like every time I go live, my going live notifications a new dad joke. So like, <laughs> amazing. It's, that's that's how like people get started. They're like, oh, I got my dad joke from dad from from Matt. I said from dad from that. <laughs> Hi, dad. Um, my my mom has them on. But Lewis came in my stream once. He goes made I love the the going live dad jokes every day and I was like Lewis has my 
I was like freaking. He probably turned him off since, but like ever since that message, I was like, dude, this kid, I look up to him a lot, listening to him since like 2014. Oh man. It's so cool. I only, I started streaming because Kate McGill, who's in a, she's also in a band called Metal Arc. Um, and they're in the UK. I think Kate actually interviewed Lewis on his, on her podcast also. So like, cool. it was very cool. But yeah, I, I was in Kate's stream. I did a cover of Metal Ark song and Kate basically shouted me out and was like, this is an awesome cover. And like, you should stream. And I was like, never, no, not in a million years. That's so weird. <laughs> but uh, here we are. It, yep. It's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful though? You like find your own little cozy corner of the internet mm-hmm. and you just hang out with your people yeah. and more people pop in if they want to. Yeah. And it's yeah. wonderful. That's great. I love meeting all these people. Meeting yourself too. Right. Never would have met Same you. goes for you. I also <laughs> love your streams. I really Thanks. do. I lurk. I lurk in a lot of streams. I don't always say hi. Sometimes <laughs> I'm playing a game and I just have someone open next to me. But fair enough. I, uh, yeah. But I, <laughs> I do love your streams. You are so good. And the <laughs> fact that you can do all the composing and stuff like that, that is just magical. Thank you. So props to you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I had no idea that you wrote some songs on your stream. I didn't know Road Trip was written on a stream. That's yeah, and recorded. Well. <laughs> yeah, all the guitars and vocals and stuff I did live there on stream. That's awesome. That was really do you, cool. Did you feel like self-conscious at all at any moment? 100%. But I think it made... <laughs> so that song is the... Road Trip's the only song I have where I genuinely feel... I'm gonna. That sounds really lame saying it out loud, but I feel cool when I sing it because it's kind of like a like a <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> that doesn't sound cool saying that like that, but but like it's got like, those vibes. It feels it's like a chill beachy kind of vibe, and you're like, okay, I can bob my head to this, and then like the little rap and stuff, and I doubled yeah. the vocal. Oh yeah, it's so cool. Um, but it it made me feel cool, and then I feel like having people watch kind of changed the tone of my voice a little bit, almost mm. like I was trying to be a little cooler for them. I'm like, I like how it turned out. I did. I was like, That's ooh, good. okay. It turned think out pretty groovy. Do more? Do you think you'll record more yeah. on the stream? Yeah, it's it's daunting. It's very, it's very intimidating with all the people. Um, mm-hmm. I think if I have a good idea, like a good concept, or maybe I've already started one, I'll definitely go back into it again. Sometimes it's it's tough if you don't have a good direction in your head already because you almost mm. want to seem like you have your stuff together even though the process is very messy often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. So I guess it depends on that. Just quickly, maybe. Uh, Daniel yeah. asks, what's your favorite metal band? Favorite I don't know if metal you, band. Do you listen to metal music? Mm. <laughs> no, because I, I, I don't know. I don't know what necessarily would be considered metal and what would be like screamo and what would be like hardcore you know like i someone who's like a very big metal head would probably hate me for incorporating all three of those or like maybe i'm maybe i'm in the right ballpark i don't know um can't tell you yeah i used to listen to a lot of like the devil wears prada um yeah uh disturbed was like one of the first bands, but they're more like hard rock. Maybe they scream and stuff, I guess. Um, they're one of the first bands on my iPod. 
My mom used to tell me I wasn't allowed to listen to it. You know, the one down with the sickness. <laughs> I know nothing, so. <laughs> oh, hey. I, it's like, I'm not even going to do it, but I have one of the best <laughs> intros, one of the most memorable intros I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like a day to remember, but they're probably more closer to punk, hard rock. They scream. I don't know. I don't know what their genres are, but like I'll listen to some scream stuff. I was actually in a screamo band. What? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I do like pop stuff now. Um, my my buddies, they they all wanted to start a band and they're like, you know what? We're just going to, I guess we'll get a singer. And I sang a little bit and then I started screaming and I, I did like some heavier screams, but it got to the point where I hurt my voice so badly that whenever I would sneeze, I would lose my voice for the day. If I sneeze really? the wrong way. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I, uh, I left the band. Mm-hmm. Um, Bless you. We made <laughs> one song. They had a bunch of shows. They were killing it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it didn't work out, I guess. <laughs> did they get another singer? Yeah, they did. They didn't. He was pretty wild. He had like really long blonde hair and he would yell and scream and jump around. I was like, yeah, I could never do that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, I'm already anxious <laughs> enough with just a guitar in my songs. Like, come on. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Dude. And then um Well hey, can I ask yeah. you a question? Yeah, yeah. What are your plans for this year music wise? I know you had a couple releases. Do you have anything like you're working on? Or maybe some shows oh, yeah. and stuff that you have up your sleeves that you can talk about? Or are you like you might be someone who's like more secretive and doesn't Just want to tell anyone. Inconspicuous. It's like Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, um no, I don't have any shows or anything. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd be fun to do. But I have not planned anything on that end. But I would love to put out an album this year because okay. I have been releasing some music and uh I wasn't quite like a writer's block the last month. Um mm-hmm. or like December, you know, like Christmas time sort of thing. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna write again. <laughs> it's not that dramatic. But <laughs> um I wrote like two songs last week within the last week, like singing songs. And then I also started some compositions. So I would love to have, I'd love to put more of my compositions out and like longer form stuff too. Cause at the moment I have like my 2020 live compositions that I did on Twitch. Um, those are like a minute long, (laughs) so it's not really, yeah. But yeah, I would, I'd love to put out more music, more you should. album. You totally album, should. And do more collabs I don't know too. If, are you, dude, we should do a collab stream. Oh yeah. I would love that. Um, I don't know how that would work, but I there might be a way. Down. I've been thinking lately about using my laptop as part of my setup. Cause I have like a, I have a second interface that I could use with my laptop, run all my instruments through that into my looper. And then the looper to my other interface. But then Ooh. I wouldn't have any latency on your vocals if I tried to sing along to you. Ooh. I don't know. There's there's ways around it and stuff. Like uh, I used to actually just have an iPad and I would put the iPad into one of my jacks and then so I could adjust it in Ableton. So I'd have like someone else's stream open and I'd just sing along nice. and jam along to it. But it's it doesn't sweet. work if you're trying to like, oh, you take the solo. You know what I mean? Like, because then I'd have to go on like one person's time or the or vice yeah. versa. 
Yeah. Um, IRL collab yeah. soon too. Yeah. No, that'd be really cool. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. Yeah. But have you ever heard of, I think it's Keaton Henson? Not sure. Yep. Keaton Henson. He has a song called Petrior. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's a, I think it's a song that you would really like. Yeah. Whenever you get a chance to listen to that, it's a lot of strings, a lot of piano, a lot of, the strings kind of feel like they're breathing in it. But I think, I believe Petrior, the definition of it is like the smell of rain on concrete after it's rained. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I could be, I could be butchering that, but like it's around, it's around the idea of like after rain, I believe. But super beautiful song. Maybe you'll find some inspiration in it. Cool. We'll check it out. He's really good. Definitely listen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to get yeah. more like strings or like mix my flute. I mean, I've been adding flute to my songs now, but, you know, do more of that kind of merging of the somewhat classical and pop-ish. Yeah. yeah. Do, do it. I if If you find a good string pack, let me know. <laughs> One that maybe doesn't break the bank. I use a lot. I think you're the first person that ever taught me about the Spitfire Lab stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I never used their their plugins. And then also, I found... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> also with Spitfire, there's BBC Symphony Orchestra. There's like a paid thing of it, but there's also a free one. I think it... I don't know if it's still running, um, but like when I got it, it was just like, do a... Like fill out the survey... And wait two weeks, and they'll just send it to you. What? So, like, it's like a dumbed-down version. And, like, it's not the full version of, obviously, like, the full the version, like, couple hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's something crazy. That's what... And I, right? I wish I could try it first and do, like, a trial and find oh, out yeah. if I like it. Yeah. Maybe they do that. I don't know. But I really want some beautiful strings. I, I wish I I knew how to play cello. If I could play cello, oh, I would... I would, oh man cello is just one of the most beautiful instruments same mm-hmm. with violin mm-hmm. I love strings they're so pretty yeah I agree yeah. all the strings you've ever heard in any of my songs are all just midi strings from somewhere <laughs> well I mean most, most midi strings are they're they're good enough <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah it depends <laughs> yeah yeah I agree I agree yeah yeah I mean obviously it makes it makes it work but dude thank you for real this has been so cool yeah this is awesome thank you so much for coming on again (laughs) i've said that like 10 times yeah no you're good i appreciate it this has been a lot of fun it's it's not every day i get to just chat about the stuff that i love without being incredibly annoying to headley so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd love to chat again soon Yeah, yeah dude yeah maybe after tour we can we can reconnect um I know, I, I know I'm going to be stressed for the next few weeks, but fingers <laughs> crossed it's going to be amazing. It's it will. be great. It will be great. It's going to be a lot of good food. And even more importantly, both of us are going to write some good songs in that time. Nice. Yes. Deal. All hands in, break. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll drop your links in the description so cool. everybody can Thanks. go listen and watch your streams and Cool. Just chill. Hang. Yeah. <laughs> Bye about lurk lurk a little bit. Yeah. Actually, I just want to say quickly that Kermit is um uh, Loki, <laughs> the star of your show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate it. 
to and anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> I incorporated a Kermit the Frog puppet into my live stream mm-hmm. because someone sent it to me in the mail. Is he around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Is he's he on the desk me? here, but I, I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not Kermit. It's Kermit. Yeah. There you go. You want to say anything? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Kermit, you're amazing. I'm a big fan. Just want to say. Thanks. Anytime. You Appreciate you really it. are the star of the show whenever Matt has you on. <laughs> I know what I am. Good, good. I strive to Thank have you. that kind of self-confidence, you know? Me too. <laughs> Great, thanks. Are you, are you done? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, sure. Go. All right. <laughs> Have a good nice one. meeting you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the the best part is that you can hear yourself laughing too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Someone once said in my chat, they're like, "Dude, you have way too much fun with that puppy." And like, if you think about it, all Hadley hears is just me laughing, talking to myself. With yeah. the puppet on my hand. It's adorable. And I'm, doesn't even just see the puppet, just hears it. I, we we were having like, we were messing around the other night and I was like joking with her. And then like ran in here and I grabbed the puppet and I put it out from <laughs> over the wall and I went, I swear to God or something like that. And then I, I poked my other head out of the other side of the wall and I went, it's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like God. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have the puppet. In, in real life. Uh, it's, Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's getting... Yeah, thanks for bringing them out. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You got to go get your new guitar. So, Dude, I'm so excited. It sounds awesome. so nice. Can't wait. <laughs> thanks again for having me, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have my number. Feel free whenever. Shoot me a message or something if you want to chat. Um, <laughs> I, I might look busy online, but I'm, I'm not really that all right right. awesome well talk to you soon all right catch you later all right bye cool